If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about... Yeah! All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the pod. Um, uh, We are one week out from season 43 of Survivor. Survivor is back after a long summer. And uh, Cody's here. Why don't you say hello before we introduce the guest? Hey, everybody. Any any thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm really excited about uh, one week left being of a uh, survivor. You know, we we're finally here. My hype is growing. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think. Uh, yeah, I was kind of uh, I don't know when we when we first brought the pod back, I was like, what is all of this anymore? Anyway, we were, you know, we were I maybe a little negative on our first cast assessment. Yeah, but now I'm 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 building. I'm gaining yeah. a little bit of steam. I'm definitely excited now, and well, now it's what I'm even more excited for is we have uh, a guest who's be, who hasn't been on in almost a year now, probably a year, about a year. I was so shadow banned. It's it's Tom Henry, everyone. Not for lack of trying, we tried to get you on, didn't we? Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> How you doing, Tom? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, excited for the new season. So you are excited. I uh, we I've spoken with you about the show a lot over the last year, but we haven't got you on the pod about it. So how did you like 41 and 42? Well, listen, I got big issues. Mm -hmm. I would I share um, Russell Hant's sentiment that the 26 days makes me sick to my stomach. (laughs) Uh. I'm, I, I honestly have a hard time getting over it. So you but see that on the screen? I do. You know why? Because to me, Survivor was always about, obviously, the uh, voting and everything, but mm-hmm. then also just the day-to-day existence. Mm-hmm. And I think we've lost a lot of the day-to-day existence. You don't see people of... loafing around that much. You don't get as much interpersonal stuff. It's all about the votes. Yeah. It's, it's true because I don't think I think we are missing out on some like uh, goofy uh, content, some just around of people being bored because now they have something to do constantly. Like they're going from challenge to vote to challenge to vote. It, it's so uh, 
condensed so you don't mm-hmm. have uh um tarzan putting underwear on his head yeah or uh rodney's whole loafing around the beach complaining about his birthday whatever he's doing <laughs> yeah or shane pretending that a, a piece of wood is a blackberry right and i just think that's the essence of survivor so <laughs> it is some of my favorite moments as Joel always says, bad survivor is still good survivor. Is that what you said? Something bad like survivor is still just is still survivor. Right. So I'm still happy to watch, but I think they've lost something and I don't think it's coming back unless they they're not going to go back, are they? To 39. I hope they do. I think they were still doing like covid safety stuff this year when they did the 26 days. I'm hoping that they go back to 39. But if it's cheaper and easier for them and everybody's fine with it, then why would they go back? Yeah, sure. Especially after me watching a bit of Big Brother this year. 26 seems so quaint. I mean, 39 seems quaint compared to the amount of time that Big Brother they're in the house for, which is like between 70 and 100 days even. Well, yeah, but they're in a house. I know it's different. It is. But it's just like the amount of like like threat like keeping your threat how 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 much work it takes to stay alive for that long is like huge compared to 39 like 26 days especially um it just i mean there's just as many votes i guess in 26 days as there is 39 but it's like it's harder to keep your threat level down nine days compared to 26 days it's almost more random in 26 days yeah, and it doesn't help me that there's just as many votes. I want there to be that space between votes. I don't want to know that they're voting every day or two or whatever it is. Yeah, but from- that's kind of what this episode is about. It's about what we want from the new season, right? And that's uh, what we're going to discuss. And now this is a big one right off the bat. We know we're not going to get that yet, but maybe we'll get it for 44. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. That's like what we what the magic of 39 days is something we want for 26. Maybe it just like there's something we can get from it. Yeah, uh, there's a new variance in 26 days in coming into 43. Like a big thing that I want to bring up for just so you know, I guess we didn't say it off the top. Yes, this episode is about what we want, the three of us, for 43. It's already been filmed. It's already edited. It edited. Nobody listening. They might make some the changes. They might do some reshoots after. On it. Yeah, but um, this is just a hope. I would like some variants. 41 and 42. There are two. Pretty okay seasons in my mind. Neither of them were too bad. Neither of them were too good. But they were so similar in a way that no two seasons have ever been for a while, at least, that it's that I that it frustrates me to look back on them because I get them confused so much like no other season, no other pair of seasons back to back. Just remember, one of them had a bad cast and one of them had a good cast. (laughs) see like that's i mean i kind of disagree there i like i like both casts but also like i think both casts have their ups and downs but either way i i just think both of them go follow the same trajectory both of them are three tribes no swap same twists the only variants are 
some of the the advantages are different but the main and and like in some of the ways in which they get those advantages are different as well but also the way they got the idols are the same the do or die twist is the same the shot in the dark twist is the same other than like the way that the players use them but it's just like i just i just need them to give us something different whether it's a twist in the game or whatever just the presentation of the game needs to be different the main thing is go on sorry they were trying as a as a selling point right that wow look it's two two exact same seasons but they don't know how the they dealt with it the last time so let's see how they've dealt with it differently did you like that well no but i might if i liked the twists more i don't mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. i hate all the new twists pretty much i, I do you find that the- interesting the back-to-back of uh seeing the exact same structure or like I, f- I find that really interesting but i'm on the i'm in the same boat as you i i didn't like any of the twists that they brought like none of them like <laughs> they were all not good to me well wasn't i guess it's- talk at some point about having the exact same cast just play another season I had heard I had heard this idea somewhere anyway. Well, I guess just just look at uh, uh, see basically season 31 and season 28, just Kagayan again. Just kidding. A lot of the same cast, but not not the whole thing. Um, Anyway, uh, that would be interesting, but also kind of pointless. What cast um, would you most like to see come back and play the exact same play with the exact same player? Oh, there's an obvious answer to this. Okay. It's David versus Goliath. Okay. I think that's the cast that the most perfect, well-rounded cast that you wouldn't care the order of elimination. That's what I was going to pick too. I mean, I'm frustrated that we haven't seen Christian back yet. I know, I guess it hasn't been time for a returner yet, but I would like a returner. Honestly, it feels like time, doesn't it? Yeah. I feel I was trying to figure out if I'm skewed because I watched them so compactly that now that I'm watching in real time, it feels like such a long time since a returner. Mm. And I'm also wondering, because you watched them in such a a compact form, uh, how was it to have to actually wait for a season now? Because this is one of the first times that you've had to wait like an extended period of time, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't like not having a new season whenever I want right away, (laughs) but that's okay. There's something fun about waiting for the season and then watching it every week as it's coming on. And I like that. Admit, yeah, it, it makes me kind of because there's a time in my life where I was binging a lot, even like rewatching and stuff like that. But I didn't even watch anything this summer. And it's made me more excited to have a new season um, to see new players going at it. Um, don't you think that um, like and I don't remember, Joel, if you were watching live at the time, were you watching live at the time for second chances? No. Yeah, because so none of us were. And wouldn't it be so fun to have like the online polls or whatever to vote for who comes back at this? I point? would love that. I would, would love that. Wouldn't that be a great experience? There's so many new Survivor fans over the pandemic and everything, too. Like, I what feel I worry- like that would really bring us all together. What I worry, though, is that like after the pandemic and Jeff being like drop the four, keep the one is that he's like kind of turning his back on pre 40 survivor. 
It feels that way, right? Yeah. Like he's like, it's a new thing. We're we're creating it from the ground up, but it's all it's just like a kind of like a not even it's not new. It's just sort of like a like a reboot. You know what I mean? It feels like fucking the Ben Affleck Batman. Well, to go back to um, before, uh, Tom, you said you agreed with uh, uh, Russell about um, some things with the new season. But do you agree with him that the winners aren't real winners? Oh, has he said that? I I believe so. Yeah, that he doesn't consider them to be real winners because they didn't go the full 39 days. And because Jeff doesn't say guys anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I need Jeff to say guys, or it's not, not a real guys, winner. You're not a winner. <laughs> and guys don't have to be male. Let's remember that. <laughs> um, man, I hadn't even thought of that. I mean, I'm inclined to go with his extreme opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're real winners. I think it's a real game. It may be a different game than 39 days, but they're real winners. It's still the game. Yeah, it's just it's just a different kind of maybe a different show. They get less downtime. It's still they're still doing the vote outs. They're still playing with the advantage idols. Everything's in the game. They're real winners. I think they're real winners. I just don't like the show as much. Yeah, I I think that uh, our uh, problem all kind of aligns. Like I agree, real winners and everything. I think that just more downtime uh, just brings to more fun entertainment. Um, That was always the show, like the perfect mm -hmm. marriage of just loafing around in a place and, and actual friendships and actual relationships and the survival aspect. And then the, you know, the, the, the voting and all that and the strategy, it was like two worlds clashing. And now I feel like we just have one world. I would like to comment. I, uh, <laughs> I would like to comment, uh, uh, Tom, on your uh, position on your couch. It looks like you're at a, a therapist's office lying on your couch <laughs> with the plant behind you. I did decide I was just more comfortable lying down. So I'm doing it. it yeah. Make yourself comfortable. I love it. Well, that's what we're doing. We're um, acting as therapist for Tom to air out his frustrations of Survivor and really um, get him to a place of acceptance for this new season. Well, so. That would be helpful. I am truly, truly hurt by the 26 days. <laughs> well, do anything, you think- that, anything that makes me feel less enthusiastic about Survivor is very painful for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think they just need to give us a little more, maybe, maybe some throwbacks, some callbacks and all this. But like, I think that just... Whatever happened in season 41 and 42, we need to see something different. I don't know. I, I don't even know how to put, put it. How about you, how, what do you guys think of this? A fucking swap before the merge. Well, yeah, I would like I would like stuff like that to happen. That's just like simple. Just go back to basics. We don't need to see three seasons in a row with three tribes and no swap. Yeah, I, I am bearing some good news, though, Joel, about some stuff that's going away. Yes, I think I have the same news that I was going to drop on the pod, but go ahead. Um, no more hourglass. It's gone. Good. 
So wow. that's, I wonder how long it took them to find out that was stupid. <laughs> I think immediately when it happened in 41 <laughs> and they got the word that no one liked it, they were like, OK, well, hopefully they can last through the next season. And then got for 42, they were like, OK, but what if we had Applebee's? <laughs> hey, I'm always good with the product placement. <laughs> Tom, have you been to an Applebee's? I don't think I have, no. Apparently there's one in Ajax. Well, we're all going to go. Road yeah. trip. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a live episode there. <laughs> um, and Just then, in the corner in one of the booths. Catchphrases. No audience. Huh? Catchphrases are gone. What do you... Oh, good. Yeah. But um, all of the people by in an interview, I don't know if uh, you two heard about this, um, had assigned themselves a catchphrase to try to um, fit into the show. So um, some of uh, some to look out for uh, the two most notable, I would say is Gabler has uh, Doss Alpenhaus. Uh, so good luck fitting that one in. And what does that mean? I, I looked it up. It seems to be a place in Germany. So it weird means, choice for it him. It means uh, more Applebee's. It's weird. It's weird. A guy uh, looking like that, speaking German, you know, I don't know. Doesn't he have like a bald head? It's probably to stay away from like the German thing, right? Not being bald or being German. When you put those two together, it there's there's some patience people may have. Yeah, he really wants to sneak Heil Hitler into the show. <laughs> Um, the most notable uh, word to be sn- uh, snuck into the show is Jesse Lopez uh, said that he's going to try really hard to have dangly doodly in the show. OK, is so what okay? is this is just them deciding this or is this a, did the show ask them to do this? Um, this is them deciding. Have to make them think they have idols. And. None of the producers of the show going, by the way, don't do that. (laughs) Don't say dangly doodly or we're kicking you out. (laughs) What is dangly doodly a a German word as well? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's also a city. (laughs) Um, I also read Applebee's. (laughs) It's like I'll have a dangly doodly and a shark shark bowl please <laughs> um i also read that the do or die twist is gone as well thank god yeah that's that's the one i'm most happy to hear gone that's the one i hated the most because now, that's that actually threatens the like sanctity of the game absolutely mm-hmm. now i'm no conspiracy theorist but what do you guys think of the fact that both people who had to do that didn't lose it so i saw this may be like a QAnon subreddit thing that I saw, but you're deep like, into those. Yeah. Um, the uh, Jeff open when he when he shows the skull, he opens it a certain way. And when he shows the fire, he opens it a different way. Was there a button on the box like a mad magician's trick to make it different? Well, I mean, it, it seems suspicious to me that there's two one in three shots and both of them hit it. Yeah. And the show knows how does the how would the show not know how unsatisfying that would be just to go, oh, you didn't get it. Okay, go home. Do you guys find it thrilling? 
to watch it. It's to me, it's more relief than it is. Oh fuck, will it happen or not? It's no, more because oh. to me, and I'm I'm sticking with this standpoint from when we watched the seasons live. I think whether they get it or don't get it, it's bullshit either way, because they. Right. Um, I think both times they were people that were going to get voted out and they got saved by it. So yeah, it just, yeah, they, uh, they, they had, they got immunity. Yeah. So whether they got it or didn't get it, it's complete bullshit to me. True. <laughs> yeah. So it pissed me off. We're all pissed off and we're not going to take it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halfway through the season, you see, us coming in with picket fences next time on Survivor. <laughs> um, one of the other things I noticed is that the episode titles of one and two are out on IMDb. What are they? Uh, so the first one, boring, it's live in. Second one is one that we can all get behind and should make you excited. It's lovable curmudgeon. I'm down for a lovable curmudgeon. So Livin makes me think that the first episode will be Cody centric. Not you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Nope, me. Uh, Tom, do you know that uh, Cody on season 43 has Livin tattooed on his butt cheeks? Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. Did you like that? <laughs> no. I like it. I, I like that kind of guy. I would this love to meet him. This guy's an instant villain. <laughs> This is the first Cody to be on the show, so it's someone I have to root for. But mm-hmm. yeah, Tom's lucky. He has a few. There's a there's quite a bit of few Toms, but even one who's a winner. Yeah. And then you got a you got a Benry as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the two the two Joels, I've said this ad nauseum on the show, but not very good look for Joels on uh, on Survivor. I will say giving Joels a bad name. Yeah, none of them can live up to Benry. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best out of all of them. He's better than That's... Tom Westman. No, get out of here. <laughs> I like uh, Farmer Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's Farmer Tom again? Oh, Tom, like Big Tom? Yeah, Big Tom. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Laidlaw ain't half bad either. You got... Tom Laidlaw, yeah. They've all been Laidlaw. Nice. Uh, the, the first Canadian to ever play Survivor on season 39, the hockey right. player. Boring. <laughs> it must it must feel tough, Tom, that not only are you not the first sur- the Canadian Survivor player, but you're also not the first Canadian Tom if you ever go on the show. Yeah, you're right. Or the first professional hockey player. Well, you wouldn't have been that because I, I don't know if you know, but you're you actually know. not a professional hockey player. <laughs> and well, you're not going to be the first comedian on there because of uh, Bill Posley. Who's that? From, one world. Uh, from One World, the open biker. Oh, that really horrible guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but the other thing, too, uh, I don't know if you clocked this, uh, Tom, when you were doing your uh, research of uh, all of the cast, but one of the people, and I think it might have been Sam said uh and you're a baseball fan so maybe you'll agree that he got into the show because john rocker was on it he said that <laughs> yeah <laughs> sam sammy i i think it was sammy i'm pretty sure that's who said it the 19 year old guy yeah into the show because jeff kent was on it yeah 
I feel like the crazy thing is John Rocker's before the time of a 19-year-old baseball fan anyway. <laughs> was so he this guy's going before his time to idolize John Rocker. Well, maybe he doesn't like his baseball playing. He likes his comments in certain yeah. uh, magazine articles. Yeah, that's probably not before his time, those parts. <laughs> um, here's Here's something I would like to see, and this is more of a wire thing. Like, I don't need to see the producer's of survivor being creative okay i need to see the players being creative i want to see the players change the game not the producers you know yeah. what i mean mm -hmm. like they can kind of fizz around and like create like fake idols or do whatever those are always the best the best tv when it's like Oh, you have to cover yourself in blood and speak backwards so you can get an idol. It's like I I don't give a shit this. I'd rather them to see the, I'd rather see the players react to other players than react to the dumb shit that a bunch of producers thought of at four in the morning. Yeah, who are they hiring for these ideas? Camp counselors? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it would be, oh, be so funny to see them put blood on their face. Talk about potatoes. I, I couldn't be more happier than these catchphrases are gone. I thought that was the stupidest thing I've seen. It was pretty dumb. Well, I'm, I'm just excited that for this new season that we got new challenges because last season they were the same as 41. I, I'm excited. I want to see some completely new challenges. I want to see more like variations and challenges. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, the big thing I'd like to see back is the survivor auction. I want to see that more than anything. So did you read that they're doing new challenges? No, but it's going to be different. I read that it's going to be different. And I think challenges were highlighted too. Is that it's not going to be the exact same structure. Like even losing the hourglass is like a big thing for me. That would have been my number one if I hadn't already heard it. I really don't. I, I really uh, get sick of like you like because I've gotten a bit more into challenges lately. I used to want to skip them all the time. But, you know, when it's when it's the especially when they get to the individual phase where it's like. You just need to stand in one spot for a while, like you just need to do this for a while. It's like. I like that in theory, like once, like once or twice a season, but like, dude, change it up a bit, make an endurance, make it like a puzzle or something like that for immunity. It's just immunity is just like standing on a perch, holding something and whoever drops last wins. That's just what it is every time. And there's some variance in what they're standing on, some variance in what they're holding, but pretty much it's just that. Well, I I'd watch that all day. <laughs> that's that's old school for me. That's classic. I love it. But 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 go back to the old three of those a season. But go back to the old school. There's way more variants. Like now, right. it's, that's that's it. Every every individual immunity. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, well, I would also I, the ball the ball machine. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've seen that a lot of times now. Mm -hmm. It's like every other season now. I do like that one. I mean, it, it wasn't the best this season because it ended so quickly, but in like a good season um, as the final challenge, like 
that one uh, can really build tension. Well, I do like it, but I, I think that we need uh, some more variation. I would like a gross eating challenge back. That would make me really happy. Me too. Oh, that would make me thrilled. <laughs> I would love to see the meat challenge back. Um, that one's too gross. <laughs> we, <laughs> during COVID, we don't need a bunch of people spitting meat at each other. <laughs> well, that's the biggest risk. That's the risk factor. That's what makes it high, yeah. so high stake. If you want to call it the most dangerous survivor ever. <laughs> that uh, that I, that's another thing I'm sick of. It's just like the the sentiment of pushing them to the limits and the dangerousness of the game and all this stuff. But it's like, that's OK, the, that's, then actually show it. Don't just tell us that's what it is. And that's not why we watch it. I think that's the way to get new viewers or something. So that's right. why they that's 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 certainly what my my mom takes from it she always like tells me like oh i saw a commercial for survivor it says it says that it's the the hardest uh, game that's ever been played they're gonna die who's this monster they keep talking about yeah <laughs> did they actually put a monster on the beach <laughs> jeff probes like made a monster in a lab well, I think that they're probably I think those like naked and afraid shows and everything like that. I think they're pretty big right now. So and they're probably alone. People talk about alone with me a lot. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to watch alone. Well, okay. yeah, we need strategic no voting. voting. We yeah. do need a mix, though. We do need actual survival with like in in today's game. Uh, Rupert would have no fun at all. Well, here's the thing. I think what they what they're getting at is like the biggest moment, maybe like the most famous moment in Survivor history that people remember is probably Mike Scoopin falling in the fire. <laughs> Not Mike Mike Scoopin being caught with child porn. <laughs> uh, Wouldn't be an episode without bringing up Mike Scoopin. I I was wondering how well, you would do it. <laughs> okay. Only he fell in the fire after we knew about the child porn. Yeah. <laughs> Because I just like I remember that happening and then like they like someone gets removed from the game and then they showed like an alligator biting. It's like fire, blah, blah, blah. She's like everybody tuned in to watch this man get his skin burned off. And maybe that's what they want. They want people to think that it's there's going to be like people getting hurt and all this stuff coming for the spectacle of that. Or if they they want to see the truth of that they can go and watch fucking season uh 33 right two, season 32 oh, uh where it's like a, a medevac every every other episode and it's like a man has an infection on his leg a man can't shit a man gets exhausted because he hasn't drank enough water it's like that's it like if it's that's what you want to see go and watch that but it's not that entertaining no. And it's also, it's, it also kind of fucks up the game. No, you need one dramatic. My perfect survivor would have one dramatic medevac in it around a, a couple of weeks after merge. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, it's always a, a, like if we just had someone that can't poop, that would be good. Or you, you love that? That's 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 uh, an aspect of Survivor you you want to see come back. Well, I th I think that it just adds to the drama, right? And everyone's upset about it. They have to leave. They're leaving the game. 
I mean, it, it's just all a part of it. I, I think one good medevac, <laughs> like not a serious medevac. I don't want the person to die or anything, but I think one dramatic medevac. So, OK, so one of Cody's hopes for the season is that Gabler can't shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hope, I hope Gabler gets constipated. I'm sick of these medevacs episode one. You know, I, I want them later. Right. I think okay. the guy who can't shit should be the living guy. <laughs> Cody? Yeah. Well, he's on my fantasy uh, team, so I'm hoping it, that he has consistent and soft BMs. <laughs> that's your hope for the season? All that's right. That's my hope. Yeah, that's my hope. And that he gets to talk about it, too. Those butt cheeks that say living are, are getting put, being put, so put to good use. Do you think it's live and then in apostrophe on like live on one side in apostrophe on the other side? Yeah. And then there uh, within there's an arrow pointing to his his butthole. Wow. This tattoo just changed a lot. I'll be surprised <laughs> if we don't see this tattoo by the end of the season. Yeah, we're going to I hope that we get to see it at least on his Instagram or his Twitter or something like that. You know, I think we're headed for a pretty bad cast. You think so? Yeah. Is there a standout to you? Because this one's a little bit hard. Like, there's no one that I'm like, uh, this person's right at the bottom, but everyone's around the same for me. I made it's hard notes. to tell. I made little notes about everyone, and the only one I wrote like was Geo. Really? Yeah. You. That's that's one of the guys that didn't get picked on our our fantasy, right, Cody? Yeah. <laughs> Put me in the pool just with Geo. <laughs> you get geo and i don't remember who the other person was uh yeah i think right. it was one of the ladies mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah why don't uh why don't you go through with uh your uh an assessment of the cast here uh i don't have anything that good cody bothered me wow Just- we had it we had a co- totally different uh um, perception of Cody. I I saw him. And I was like, this is my guy. This is my guy for this season. I mean, I wasn't hot on uh, Cody either. If he didn't share the name, I wouldn't have wanted him on my fantasy pool, I think. Wow. But you took him before I had the chance anyways. Yeah. He was my first round pick. I like when the guy Dwight was talking about all the people he had interviewed. Right. And then he said, I even tried to interview Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I reached out to Obama's people. <laughs> that was very special for me. Like, he's trying to do something on credit now? <laughs> Don't, doesn't he know that if you want to interview Obama, you have to be a uh, comedian with a podcast? Yeah. When I get when I get introduced on comedy shows now, they're going to say, he tried to get on Jimmy Fallon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Ellie... Oh wow, she she also had a good uh speak well of her on our fantasy podcast. She called herself a wolf in a Brene Brown suit. I didn't know who Brene Brown was. Look I it still up. don't. I forgot. Look it up. Yeah, um well, uh, uh Ryan Quinn on our last episode, the draft episode, um explained that uh Joel and you just didn't pay attention, I guess, didn't care. Okay. She's American. She's an American professor. She's kind of like a self-helpy type person. See, I wasn't hot on Ellie either. 
That was another person I was pretty down on. What did we'll Janine? See. I feel like Janine kept saying she's a U.S. designer. Is that what she was saying? UX. UX. Oh, what's that? Oh, we looked this up too. Um, oh. Well, maybe we like... shouldn't retread on your last podcast. No, no, it's okay. I'm sure UX design, UX is fucking user experience. Cool. <laughs> so it's like app app development, stuff like that. I liked learning that Mike was a heart valve expert. You mean Gabler? Is that Mike his last Ga- name? Yeah, well, he's going by Gabler. Okay. Mike Gabler Gabler. Yeah. To me, you don't, yeah. want, you don't want a guy looking like that working on your heart valve. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might and try to smoke it. And he's trying to put these German words in there. He hates guys with skinny jeans. I don't know what his problem is. Uh, I, I want to run by uh, one person, Tom, because when we were doing our draft, everyone seemed very hot on one specific person. Like, it seems like to me, almost a one horse race that there's one guy that has this in the bag compared to every, everyone else. Wow. And that's Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, he oh, he's uh, he was in a gang and then he. uh Right now he's in political science. Yeah, and studied voting. I mean, people always think that studying voting does something for you on Survivor. It's it's true. I mean, compared to this cast, though, he's the only one that brought something to the table of why he would win. The other one's like, oh, I don't know. I crashed my car. Well, Gabler literally responded yes to that question. Why do you think you would win Survivor? Yes. I think voting, you know, is pretty simple. I'm not sure if you need to study it to, you know. Do you think there's a, like purality votes and idols in, they teach that in political science because it's a thing maybe in some municipal uh, government elections? His, his poli-sci class is like, if there's nine people, five of them have to vote for the, for, to beat the four people. <laughs> Whoa, my bone. <laughs> oh, good thing I studied pol- political science. <laughs> Actually, the reason that uh, Hillary lost um, in 2016 is because Donald Trump played an idol. <laughs> I thought it was because uh, Trump was a poli sci student himself. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people know that. He went he went to to Carleton University in Ottawa. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. You don't uh, you're not as high on Jesse, I guess. Jesse, Jesse, the, the guy was in a gang. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, he seemed fine. Yeah, and I also liked what he said about um, like when he was in a gang, he had to um watch everyone's reactions and everything like that and keep a low profile and all and all of that uh, studying just to keep alive so i think that that kind of skill of kind of like studying people and keeping that reaction um like those kind of i guess street smarts uh will come in handy in this i guess he'll really be used to the idea of different colored buffs too <laughs> huge advantage <laughs> Tom's not impressed by the gang thing because uh, he was in a gang as well. Yeah. 
I've been around town. Yeah. And now you won't be the first gang member on Survivor either. Hopefully here's some uh, really, here's something really horrible I saw in the videos. Owen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he said, "I love me some Malcolm." <laughs> I've never heard. You, I've never heard a worse phrase about a worse person. So you don't. You, <laughs> I was gonna ask if you don't like the sentence or you don't like the sentiment, but I guess it's both. It's both. I mean, I like Malcolm fine. I, I, Malcolm was what one of the best sort of beefcake guys. Yeah, I w- I would say looking back, especially like if you if Ozzy only did one season, then you would probably say Ozzy. But I would say looking back at just a multiple season kind of thing that Malcolm has to be the top. Would you call um, I already fucking Tommy another a Tom winner? Tommy would is he a beefcake guy? No, no, no. He's bland. Muscular, not that muscular. Not he, yeah, he didn't not. win a challenge. His whole thing was that he never won a challenge. He threw challenges. Yeah, the beefcakes have to be kind of challenge, challenge beefs. Right, I see. Right. I see. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I gotcha. There's not that Jonathan... many. There's not that many pure ones. There's Malcolm, Joe, Ozzy, Jonathan. Jonathan, who's that from last season? The he is a man. He is a beefcake guy. That guy really quickly tanked his reputation, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he was he was like everyone loved him. And then uh, half of the people loved him even more. And then the rest of the people turned on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yikes. There's not. I mean, is there like uh, I, I this this cat? I mean, I'll say this, Tom. I'm not like thrilled by this cast's like preseason stuff but you know i won't know exactly how i feel about the cast until they really start because i've been high on cast going in and they disappoint and other way around so well i actually don't like meeting the cast before the show is on i usually don't i know and and we've we've now done three preseason episodes and i've (laughs) talked i talk more than i usually like about the uh the the characters going in but i'm 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 maintaining my my view that uh yes i'm not thrilled by some of the profiles but they may impress me when the game starts yeah i will say like i mean this all being speculation of course but uh, like looking at this cast ahead of time uh compared to all the other seasons because we've done this since we've had the podcast, but this one really, I still feel like I know nothing about any of these people. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think I got any information. There's a lot of cookie personality. Like it, and maybe we just won't at all. I don't know. Maybe everyone's going to be pretty bland, but. Yeah. And do you guys think they're done with Canadians now? Yeah. What the hell? They didn't (laughs) want any more Canadian winners or something. Too good. Yeah. They need to just make a Survivor Canada already. I would love to. I would love to just watch that. That would be really fun. Well, maybe I they are an interesting person in Canada. What the hell? I'm. I see two in front of me that would. I would love to see on Survivor. <laughs> um, I think that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would like to see like season forty-four be a uh, two 
tribes start and it being Canada versus America, like half and half uh, kind of thing. And then 45 being a second chance is two. That would be my ultimate. That's your hope going forward. Yeah, I would like to see. I think that would be really fun, though, just having like all Canadians on one side, all Americans on the other, because Canadians are undefeated right now. Other than if you count Laidlaw, he was an American resident, though. What about this idea? Yeah. Blood versus water. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows whose relative is who. Hey, how long have you been sitting on that idea? Long time. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad glad you premiered it on the podcast, unless you premiered it on some other podcast. Yeah, I've been doing some other Survivor podcasts. No, it'd be funny if you're on like Evil Men or something and you brought it up there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that could be interesting. Everyone is debating whether they keep it secret too. Can you keep it secret around your family members or loved ones on the island to not know? And would and would it be like you're not even sure if they're on the same tribe or not? I hadn't thought that far, but think about it. It would be amazing. It'd be hard with like brothers and sisters and stuff because that's when it's Twins? just like, oh, you look like the person that looks exactly like. Yeah, but you me. go out of your way to cast people that you won't be able to tell that well. Yeah, yeah. Who are those two boring twins? Oh, the the Alec and Drew. Yeah, they were hilarious. Mm. One of, the, I mean, Drew was basically a badass and a manipulator of the game. So I don't know what more you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's my thought is that we, we keep hearing about Cody's, not you, uh, Cody's living tattoo, and he's maybe, uh, one of the famous beefcakes in the game. So maybe he follows the footsteps of another beefcake and doesn't show the living tattoo until he gets his own OnlyFans. Well, talking about Ozzy. Yeah. (laughs) What's his tattoo? Well, I'm I'm talking about Cody. Oz- he has the Ozzy have a living tattoo as well. Ozzy, I mean, the only person who would know is Cody. This Cody, the one that we're talking about, Cody Crane, because he's actually been on the OnlyFans. Yeah, Does he have a secret tattoo. Um, not that I know of, but I haven't paid any of the uh, premium content. Although I I think he still messages me on there. Personally, yeah, personally. <laughs> well, it's weird because he. I like I'm not subscribed to him on OnlyFans, but he messages me anyway. Is he trying? He's trying to get you to subscribe again. I don't know. I think he's trying to train me as the next uh, beefcake for Survivor. I saw on his Instagram. He was like, maybe it was an Instagram story or something. He was trying to hire bartenders for some bar in L.A. And I thought, I guess you could just go to this bar and probably see Ozzy working. Yeah, I think he is. He is a restaurant owner. That's why I thought in the pandemic that like that's why he started his OnlyFans because he he had to close his restaurant. Oh, you think he owns the place? I think I think that's his like job is like he's like a a rest. He runs restaurants. Oh, I thought maybe he was just like a manager at one particular bar. Well, maybe that's what he had to uh, demote down to after the pandemic. Times are tough. Major that he owns any anything why not he doesn't seem like he has it together in that way he owns his only fans account called only this is a guy who went on a playboy reality show while he was in his survivor fame 
He's an exhibitionist. Do you think it's like one of those naked restaurants? I never heard of those. Tell me more. I think there's there's like restaurants where like all the servers are naked. Uh, or at least oh. in just lingerie or whatever. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess like um if I was to take a new serving job, I could have my hog out the whole time while I'm delivering plates of food to people. I, I can't imagine anyone enjoying that. Yeah. Tom, I know that you've been in the service industry. Would you prefer to be totally nude behind that bar? <laughs> Great question. Great question. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I, 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 for one, dipped my toe in the service industry, hated it, but I might, I might um, think about trying it again if I could be nude the whole time. Just What's the appeal? Just to show everybody what you got? Just to let it air out, not, not be under the oppression of this cotton polyester denim, you know? Just think about the, uh, the just working a full shift that way. Like when you get home from a, a full shift of like bartending, serving, whatever, like you you work an eight hour shift. Mm -hmm. You put those clothes into the laundry basket. So if yeah. you don't have any clothes. Oh, when I was a where is a that sweat going? Uh, like most people come home, take their clothes off, go to bed. They come home, put clothes on, go to bed. <laughs> So do you think they're sitting on the bus ride home in the news? <laughs> it's my work uniform. <laughs> well, when I when I was a server, not a server, a uh, a cook, I would take you know the food that I got on my hand and I would wipe it on my apron. Do you think they go home and they have like tomato sauce all over their bellies? <laughs> I especially don't want to think about the cooks not wearing clothes. Like one thing for the, the servers, but like when you're in a kitchen, it's like, yeah, we have to worry about hair in our food, but now we have to worry about foreskins. Oh, I don't know how that falls off. <laughs> Not falls off, but but if, if it falls onto the cutting board, oh, one good. thing might lead to another. Hey, free circumcision. There you go. Right there. Let's go. Let's get back to Survivor. <laughs> you haven't been on this podcast in a while, Tom. This is what hey, happens. Who owns these restaurants? Richard Hatch? <laughs> so I brought it back. There you go. Um, what else can we talk about? Uh, uh, I think we've been potting for a bit now. I feel like we can wrap it up. Uh, but like, we'll, we'll, we'll each give one more sort of sentiment, I guess, on what we want to see in this season. In this season in particular, it's already final, filmed. A final takeaway. Yes. Cody, go ahead. Oh, no. I was really hoping it wouldn't have been me. Um, yeah, I think that my final takeaway, what I'm looking forward to in this season, what I want to see is definitely some personalities. I want to see um, people having fun and I want and I want to see more than what I've been seeing in this interview. I want to see the personalities and I want to see people living up to the name of uh, what is it? Cutthroat Island. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see people living up to that name of Cutthroat Island. I want to see some drama, and I want to see a uh, week nine medevac. What's Cutthroat Island? Is that what they're calling it? I guess in some in some of the online stuff, it starts with like this season. It's Cutthroat Island. Okay. How do you feel about that? Yeah, sure. Well, they're I, gonna need I what mean, you. So if somebody's taking it literally, do you, are you hoping that Janine slits Gabler's throat? Well, what you want is for people to take that name seriously, like Rupert did in Heroes versus Villains, of considering himself to be a hero and taking on the responsibility of that. So <laughs> hopefully there's a lot of people on there that hear Cutthroat Island and say, we better turn it up this season. It's funny that uh, I, I'm, I'm glad nobody took the uh, ghost island literally and killed themselves on the island to haunt the so Sebastian kills himself on the island so he can haunt Wendell. Just a thought <laughs> that's maybe they could have done that. All right, Tom, any any final sentiments on what you want to see? I want to see more, Jeff. Mm hmm. I want to see, I want to see people doing stupid, weird things, which I don't think you can see in 26 days. Okay. Okay. Do you want to see more reward challenges? I want to see, listen, I don't take anything away from the last two winners, but they both kind of snuck by, right? Mm -hmm. I'd like to see a winner. I think, I think both purposely though. I think both kept their threat level down intentionally. I understand it's the Sandra model and Sandra's one of my faves. So mm -hmm. I, I have no criticism of it, but I would like to see maybe a more forceful win. Okay. A I like the Rob uh, frog march to the yeah. end. Sure. That's similar on what my uh, sentiment would be. I would like to see one person really try and change the game. Like really try and like what, whether it's embracing cutthroat Island or but I also I want to see it beginning, middle, and end. I want to see their narration of this game. Like I wanted, I want someone to bite a grenade and throw it into the middle uh, of the game. Chaos cast style. Chaos cast style, or Tony Velacho style. I, I don't think else. I don't think you're gonna get. I mean, I think our best bet is at least Jesse seems to be talking strategy. Most of the people in this thing are just like, I'm gonna win because I love my mom and dad. <laughs> it's like what okay so i mean you do have a few people like naming like kim spradlin and everything like that but then i don't know maybe they just watched winners at war kim spradlin and we'll have a very uneventful season well but maybe i'm kind of bored of everybody thinking there's some strategy master yeah like that's been the last little while of survivor now like oh i'm you know chan yeah, it's what made Shan so frustrating. I was going to yep. say that. Isn't there, speaking of Chaos Cast, there is someone called Cassidy in this cast, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, right, Cody, that's your crush? Uh, yeah, Cassidy. She's um, going to uh, talk to her spirit animals to get her to the end. Right. Maybe this is going to be her game-changing thing is that she's the first one to use chakras to compel herself to the final three. Oh, yeah, because she's in tune with her energy. Yes. And she can manifest things. Yeah. I, you know what? Fuck everything I said. This is 
this is what I want to see. I want to see someone manifest their way to the end. <laughs> you want to see uh, Panama's Courtney win the game. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, want to see a, a live vision board be built on the yeah. island. Love it. Anyway, uh, Tom, do you uh, do you want to come back and be on an episode coverage this season? Of course I do. I'd like to also say to any listeners, sorry I was so negative today. We've I been love the show. Mm-hmm. We've but... been like that a lot lately too, Tom. It's it's okay. I I, I well, feel like the summer away from forty one and forty two has maybe put a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. So maybe forty three will be really good. Even if you love something, it sours you just to see it go in directions you don't like. But. Oh. Think about the show uh, through the 20s, through the quote-unquote dark ages, right? We saw a lot of stuff we didn't like, but then they would course correct. That's the thing about Survivor. They they can course correct. I think they do listen to criticism, and they, I mean, they did, they're not doing the hourglass twist. They're not doing do or die. That's a step in the right direction, I suppose. Step back in the right direction. I feel like if you would talk to any, like, survivor fan i would think they would be like just get rid of these twists we don't need these let's just have a clean game let's Mm -hmm. let's go to votes let's Mm -hmm. let's trust the game trust the players we demand change for the things that we love and we want it to be back to what we love most about it although it's still good it's still fine Mm -hmm. we should be more like those and with an e people Mm -hmm. i don't know what you mean oh well, they canceled the show Anne with an E and a group of people on the internet freaked out consistently every day, I think, until they brought it back. They did bring it back. Wow. So, unless I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, good for them. And it was probably only like 40 nerds. <laughs> Survivor with an S. <laughs> well, I think uh, one of the big things, too, I'll uh, lay it down right now that if Cody wins this season, my namesake, I will get a living tattoo on my own butt. Okay, I'm writing that down. I'm putting Mm -hmm. the post-it note on my computer screen. I'm so confident that he won't win that I will (laughs) do it. Is this a real thing or are you making a joke? I will do it. You actually will? I will. Do you have any tattoos currently? No, that would be my first one. Wow. But I feel like if you're like, because the rest of them, I'd be worried that you get tattoos and then I can't book that hot commercial on for Tim Hortons or whatever. Yeah, I I have a a living tattoo tattoo, on the butt. You can do my only tattoo is on my butt. (laughs) There's actually a lot of Tim Hortons where you need to have a tattoo on your butt. (laughs) There you go. Well, then then I should be getting those parts. Um. If he wins, will you also do a shift at a restaurant naked? <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can find a restaurant that will let me do it. Or do, do you still work at your current at the restaurant that you have always worked at, Cody? Um, well, that's true. I'm only one day a week, so maybe they'll let me. Uh, maybe just spring it on him one day. Just yeah. be like, hey, just, you know, I'm going to do the, the shift naked today. I don't have a lot to lose, so. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you all for being on, Tom. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. See you in the season. See you in the season, Cody. A pleasure as always. Everyone, thank you for listening. And remember to rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias. You'll find that in the uh, listener notes. And as always, we love you. Thanks for listening. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.